hi everyone it's been a, a long minute <laughs> a minute and uh, I am back this time with something more sensitive more personal something that we can all share something we can actually all relate with and we know someone who has been affected by this or we have been affected one way or the other and we don't even know that we're actually affected so today I have an old friend of 2008. Yeah, I believe so. I believe so. Wait, 2008, 2008, and nine. Yeah. Then onwards. Mm. <laughs> And he's passionate about law too. Mm. It's not just a profession, it's a passion. Yep. And um, we've seen it mm. be explored. Mm. And for me, it's the fact that this story is uh, in relation to something that you love mm. that also still affected you yeah. in a way. Mm. And um, I think people would want to hear because mm. people want to know what depression really is yeah. and how it crops up because it's not something that just happens in a day so please take us through your story yeah. and um, what you've been through but yeah. you can also reintroduce yourself so that you All give right. people the clear perspective good morning good afternoon good evening whatever time you guys are listening <laughs> to this good night if you're listening that's why to you say hi everyone <laughs> and everyone's like why do you always say hi <laughs> so i'm paul um, i'm a lawyer uh, I yet to be advocate and we're going to get to how that happened. Mm. It's all part of the journey. Yeah. And I'm so happy to be to be sharing this with you guys today because I think it is something that is often underlooked. Mm. It is something that isn't given uh, attention. Mm. And we tend to we tend to victimize people who are going through it. Or yeah. we, we we tend to, you know, Put them in a certain category, a certain especially pockets. the male. Yeah, sex. especially the male sex, and we are going to talk about that as well. So, um, my journey started way back, uh, uh, 2015, 2014, mm. when uh, you know we left, we left our undergraduate studies, where I did a bachelor of laws, and uh, I joined um, the law development center. Yeah. 2014. Yeah. And you know, when you join certain places, you you know, you have these expectations of yourself. You mm. have uh, these things you look at, you know, and you consider yourself a certain kind of person. Mm. And I was that kind of person. I considered myself a high achiever, a person who was here to, you know, state the obvious and be the obvious, meaning that I was here to, you know, FYI, just that get is a my, trade from. Yeah, yeah, from, from school, yes, clearly, all yeah. of us have it. It does, eh? <laughs> so, those who say I'm very ambitious, blah 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 blah, go get us. Well, <laughs> the school that we went to mm -hmm. didn't allow anything less, yep, of what the of the best. You were either a giant or a dwarf, simple as that, and, and nobody wanted to be a dwarf. I am telling you, it yeah. was, it was, it was a battle, it was a battle, <laughs> but we, we managed it, yeah, we did, mm. we did. Yeah. So here we are in uh, 2014. I joined mm. the Law Development Center. You know, we're going through we're going through the cycles, mm. and uh, there's this one subject, commercial transactions. That's 
if you talk to anyone that has gone through law development center, they will tell you that there is that subject, commercial transactions, it was a problem. First, who went to, to MOOBS? Eh? Uh, uh, we have what they call intermediate accounting. Eh? It sounds so complicated. It's as complicated as it sounds. Oh eh? The one cost unit that everyone just says, God, just 50. Just, that's all I need. Five zero. That's all. 50. 50. And I go, I can guarantee you I got a 50, but I'm very sure God just had my prayer. Because clearly I gambled through that exam, if I remember properly. Maybe that lecturer liked me and gave me extra marks. Anyway, yeah. let us go and <laughs> So, here we are in 2014. Yeah. Um, we're going through everything. And uh, in 2015, mm. LDC is, uh, is one year. So in 2015, when I enrolled for a master's, and, uh, well, and I leave the country to go and pursue it. This was before the results for LDC came out. So I think you see... How I how I thought about myself, you know. Mm. I thought so highly of myself that I didn't even want to wait for the results to go and do my masters. I was like, I mean, I mean, it's obvious. It's obvious, you know. I have passed. I mean. So while I'm doing the masters, uh, later that year in 2015, December 2015, our results are released, and I discover that I've failed commercial transactions. Mm. But it so happens that at the time when I'm finding this out, my masters program was also. Uh, well, my professor's also informing me that I had failed one of my papers. That was international economic law. Uh, I, uh, my master's is in uh, international B, uh, commercial law. So, here I am. Two completely negative pieces of news. I don't know what to do with them. And I'm alone in the house and it's winter. Uh, <laughs> and suddenly I start feeling like I'm being squeezed. Know, like the rooms get smaller. Yeah, the rooms get smaller. The cold starts to bite, and you know, there's this sudden kind of uncertainty that you know that filled that filled my mind. Yeah. So there I am seated. I don't know how to react, and well, I just simply feel like you know, these things happen. It's okay. Mm. Life goes on. So I pocket it. I don't deal with it. I pocket it. Or <laughs> So I come back to Uganda, mm. and after a series of, uh, of, you know, of chats with the then director of the Bacos, uh, they allowed to defer my supplementary exam because usually when you fail an exam, or when you f- when you yes when you fail an exam, you do a supplementary exam. So I did my supplementary exam in January 2017, mm. I believe, and. Surprisingly, when they brought the exam, it was on a law that had just been amended. <laughs> so amending means that they have replaced no, I know the why old I don't thing. Like law. Yeah, <laughs> they replace the old law, and then there's a new one that takes effect. And you know, and it's like a whole book. Exactly. So here I am. I'm in the exam, and I'm referring to a law that has already been, you know, repealed. It's outdated, mm. and I failed that exam flat. No excuse. Like I actually failed. So I tried to write to local, so I'm telling the guys, you guys, I'm the lawyer I knew, eh? is feeling yeah, sweet. Like you guys, the interest of natural justice, mm. equity demands, you know, all that. You know, we say a lot of I know that you. Trying to be too serious. Yeah. When you know that, actually. I, I'm telling you, I pulled out everything. I was like, what does this word mean in the dictionary? Flipping pen. I'm like, I mm. think this is it. So local, so politely replied that, you know what, this thing is not within our, it's not within our power, but go back to LDC and see if they can help you. 
So I go back to LBC and they tell me that unfortunately we cannot help you because your pre-entry results are now mm. valid. Because they're only valid for three years. Bear in mind, I started pre-entry in 2014. So, uh, that was now another piece of bad news and I'm like, you know what? This You're is okay. piling it Life up. goes on. Let's move on. The so news keeps piling that. and exactly. life keeps happening. So, little did I know that I was feeding myself with with toxic stuff because I kept I kept taking in all this all this negative energy mm. and I wasn't doing anything to deal with it mm. you know so uh, I stay calm I go and do the pre-entry uh, exam I think in 2018 and I'm admitted into the Law Development Center in 20, 2018 yes because yeah. I was readmitted in the 2018-2019 year so everything goes well, but I enter with this mentality that you know this is the last time I'm going to be in such a surrounding where there are many beautiful girls. So surely mm. I should look mm. in the crowd, pick someone and purposefully and intently pursue. Which is weird because at this time I'm already dealing with baggage, you know. Actually I'm not dealing with it. I have baggage. You have baggage. You know? That you don't I even am already, know you have. I am already a toxic substance. Yeah. And I did not know that I needed to first deal with the with the internal battle that I had in order for me to see the value in another person, mm. you know. Mm. So, uh, fast forward, I see this chick and she's so good, so good looking. Everything about her is just you know perfect, perfect, no one flick, you know. Mm. So, yeah, we did for over a year, and then in uh, January 2020 we break up right and she called it off because i think she had had enough of me and my my seemingly unstable self mm. right and you know it was after a while that i realized what i was then because it needed me to get to a point in my life where it was just me and my thoughts right where i was sitting there and had to evaluate i'm like what exactly is going on with me but all through this time mm. Like all this baggage you're having, yeah. you're not thinking about it. You're just moving on no. with life. Yep. Everything seems yeah. fine. Yeah. Everything is normal. Yeah. And, and it, 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 it was eating at me slowly and I didn't notice. It was that cancer. Exactly. That just exactly. one day at a time. Yeah. So. Did you have like those is... times when, like, maybe at night when you go to bed, like, mm. your mind starts wondering about stuff or yeah. it was just plain? Yeah. There were those moments. There were those moments. And you see, the problem with those moments is that they kept trying to bring back, uh, try to bring back, you know, past. They, they bring back the past. They bring back the present. They're like, but you guy, mm. I hope you where you are in your life. Mm. Like, you, you know, for a guy of your of your caliber, for a guy of your character, you you, you should be very far. Mm. And you see, the odd thing is, we allow ourselves, we, we put ourselves in circumstances where we doubt who we are. Mm. You know? And that happens a lot because we do not know who we are, we do not know what we are capable of, right? Mm. And you don't know who you are capable of because you've not given yourself time to really understand. You go to the core of who you are, yeah, right? And all this happened along the way after the breakup. But the breakup was the trigger because you see, the more toxicity you keep building up, the more the more reactive you're going to get when you know when that trigger eventually goes off and that's what happened to me you know uh 
when we broke up it took me a while to process it because i didn't know what exactly was happening it was so abrupt mm. i didn't expect i didn't see it coming so it took me it took me a while to register it so one day i'm sitting in office i'm doing my work and she sends me a text right mm. uh we had already broken up right and i thought i thought maybe maybe this was not she didn't mean it right until she confirmed it because i you know i prompted her I'm like okay what exactly is happening and then she tells me that you know what i feel like we're not on the same page mm. i feel like we're not on the same wavelength and because of that i i i can't do this anymore right so i, I get an anxiety attack in office a very bad anxiety attack to the point that i only wake up when i'm in the hospital imc so while at imc uh, i talked to this very nice doctor and she tells me that based on the story you're telling me we need to refer you to IMC Kololo where the psychiatrist sits so as i'm walking out of the clinic i'm wondering why do i find myself at this point in life where i need professional help from a mental doctor because i didn't understand it i i, I felt like God had abandoned me like the world had just spat me out you know yeah like i was i was that cancer that people needed to get rid of right the rotten tomato the exactly. ugly duckling so i was at odds with myself and also with the world and i failed to really to really come to terms with what was happening so in all this this is something that you were this is something that you were In all this this is something that you were going through and you understood it and you could mm. like okay in this moment mm. in hospital mm. it was starting to make sense to you yes it was but starting to you know the whole picture was finally coming together but i wasn't understanding what this picture was because mm. you see these things progress mm. you know depression starts as a seed right mm. it can start as a seed of doubt it can start as a seed of dissatisfaction it can start as a seed of contempt you know so, so for you it was more of uh, disappointment yeah failure it was disappointment upon disappointment upon disappointment and i was in there was that there was that thing of i have I've failed myself mm. i've failed my people mm. i've failed my future i've failed mm. my ambition exactly. exactly and it was more of i failed but then uh, let me just first walk away from mm. it mm. and then not dealing with all that yeah that's exactly what happened and 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 you see because of how most one thing i learned from from that experience at that time was that i thought I, i i felt like i had been in a state of programming yeah. right and now i was out of the program and i didn't know what i was supposed to do next mm. because all this time i thought that i was this mentally strong guy that I was this brilliant guy and because Which you of, are yes i am but you Which see you at are. that moment at that moment you see that the, the thing the thing with the thing with depression is that it brings out it brings out things that i don't know how to explain it but it, it, it puts you in this state of mind where you doubt who you are you know so you may you may know that you're a brilliant person Create an but something yeah something happens that makes you doubt who you really are right mm. so i was in this state of doubt because remember i told you that there was that seeds eh? like mm. mine was seeds of doubt and disappointment so i doubted who i was and i lost i wasn't in touch with with 
with my actual purpose because I didn't even know what it was at that time. So here I am feeling like I actually have no purpose like the world no longer needs someone like me. Mm. And you see that's why most people that suffer from depression end up in suicide because they feel like you know what I'm worthless. Mm. They are hopeless. They are better they feel, off without me. Exactly. We feel like FYI we need you. Yeah, we, we do. Need we you. do. Because you see we end up we, we we find ourselves at this point where we feel like we are we are burden to other people, mm. right? Where we see everyone is having this life and because of what because of the internal battles that mm. we are fighting, we do not want to dull other people's shine. You get what I'm saying? Eh? So, also, I think talking about it makes mm. it, it makes it more real. Yeah, it does. So you don't want to talk about it like, you know what, brush it off, brush it yeah, off. Because yeah. when you talk about it, then it becomes a reality, your exactly. reality. Exactly. And then I also remember how we, we, we are supposed to be the perfectionist, you know? Exactly. We're supposed to be up there yeah. all the time. Be yeah. the best at, yeah. at all the time. Yeah. Do your best. Mm. Stay the best. Mm. There's no room for... Uh, Simanya, okay, let me fail yeah, a paper yeah, here. Yeah. Like people are watching you. Mm-hmm. You are watching you. Mm-hmm. Everyone is it's like those it's like you're like a small god eh? mm-hmm. up there mm-hmm. and everyone is watching. Yeah. So you have to that picture, mm-hmm. which is not a bad thing to have because mm-hmm. somehow it gives you the ambition. I think that's what drives us yeah. to having that ambition of yeah. I want to be at the top of the world. Yeah. But then when you start seeing this small steps of failure mm. they they don't just pull you back they kick you back yeah that's very true and you say now for for guys it's it kind of hits us different right mm. because um we've been programmed to be is you know a man you're the man you, you be a man you know you can't start crying you mm. suck it up you know so while we are going through all these episodes we do not want to show it because yeah. of because of what we are what society has said we need to so we don't we don't seek help, right? We don't seek help, and it gets worse. It gets worse real fast, right? Like it it it's it, it's a whole it's more of it like a whole in a split second. Exactly. But in the beginning, it starts from Something zero that, to yeah. zero point zero zero one zero point zero zero two. Then until it reaches blue, and then just all yeah. of a sudden it hits so, you. So, and sometimes it's too late to yeah. fix it. So that's what happened to me, you know. I I I, I started feeling worthless, like I like I was undeserving of things like love, things like peace. Mm. I didn't feel like I needed. And it. then making matters worse, if I remember properly, mm. you are the person who always those who know me, those guy. who who actually have my status know uh. that I love to post Paris uh. and Italy. Yeah. And FYI, this was him. Like yeah. he was also the same. So yeah. I would all be there, like, like, oh, I can't wait to be in this place. Mm. So in that moment, there's mm. no way I would think mm. that, oh, you're going through certain things yeah. like this. Yeah. It didn't hit. And for me, the first time I ever thought and realized that you actually were going through something mm. was in 2019. Mm. Was it before Christmas? Mm. That time, yeah, Christmas New Year, yeah. when you sent me that audio, was it? No, you texted, I think. Yeah. Someone else sent me an audio. Uh. And you both sent that stuff on the same day. Uh. And then that's when it hit me. It actually made me even cry. I'm like, whoa, uh. the power that these things do uh. is something we underestimate. Yeah, that's you know? true. That's true. And to only see that there's someone you know that's going through uh. stuff and uh. you had no idea. Yeah. For me, it, it, it humbled me to the point of. 
even if I didn't know, mm. I was trying to help somehow. Because yeah, yeah. you wake up in the morning and there's this affirmation from God of yeah. this is what's up. Yeah. This is what I'm telling you. Mm. You are still loved. Yeah. But I didn't know what was going on. Mm. I was just doing it. And yeah. I think from that time, that's the time I said, you know what, this is not this is not something I am supposed to do out of pleasure. Mm. This is my job. Yeah. So I wake up every morning and I have to send that. Not because, even when I don't feel like it, mm. I'll have to send it because at the end of the day, there is someone mm. who needs that thing. That's true. That's true. So for me, that's the time I, I actually realized, oh, he's actually going through something. Mm. If you had never said that, mm. I would never know. And that's the thing. Because you see, we, we, we tend to put on this show for people, right? Because we want to feel and look normal. Mm. And the only way we can feel and look normal is to act like we are normal. Right, so so do you think this whole act is because you fear to be judged? Yeah, yeah. Most of the time, it is it's fear for judgment. Fear. It's also discomfort with you being the I don't know, maybe the weirdo. Yeah, like yeah. the weed in yeah. the entire. You know, all these guys are. Everyone else is going, is doing yeah, well. Guys are laughing. Well, nothing, and, okay. and for you, you, you want to be the one that's just sitting there, you know, so being, you know, feeling having pity for yourself, have you know? pity parties. Yeah. And that's that's also another thing. We, we we put on this show because we do not want people to say, "Oh, Bambi, oh, sorry." It's it's so it's not good that you're going through these things, no. Because at the end of the day, we're running away from the confirmation of that fact, mm, right? Mm. We're running away from the confirmation that you're not well. Something is wrong that needs urgent address, right? So that's why we put on that show. So. And that now that now takes me back to the story because you see, when I was referred to the psychiatrist, who is a very difficult person to see, by the way, we went through, you know, we went through the routine of her asking me questions, and she asked me, Paul, how are you? And I just cried. I don't know why I cried, but I just cried. I think it was open space. Yeah. You felt like you could, you you could be you, mm. and I think that's the we have that that thing of I need to be such a someone. Mm. I'm not supposed to be who I am. I I can honestly say I've seen that happen, especially at work, mm. where people expect you to be a certain person. Yeah, Even at home. Yeah. I find someone telling me, why do you post certain things? You know, they mm. make you more someone that, you know, they, they scare the men away from mm. you. Mm. And I'm thinking, oh, I'm supposed to actually pretend to be someone else. Yeah. When I go to work, don't tell your bosses that you don't like your work. Mm. Because then it will make you look like you don't like mm. work. Mm. But at the same time, I'm I'm not happy. Yeah. Why shouldn't yeah. I speak? Mm. So it's like the, the world is also trying to make you paint mm. this picture. Mm. And in the process of painting this picture, you become miserable. Yeah, that's true. Oh, you're dating someone, you're getting married. You should not tell them everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm, I, I actually, these days, it's good to start getting a, a, a lot and mm. awake from all these things. Because mm. I tell people... If I don't tell him something, that is my first break. Mm. Then I tell him, I don't tell him another thing. That's a second break. Very soon I'll have a wall mm. between me and him, yeah. and tearing down that wall won't it's come easy. Yeah. So I need to make sure I don't start the foundation mm. for that wall. Mm. That's the whole point. Yeah. So if there's anything that we need to communicate, mm. we communicate it now. Yeah, yeah, we speak yeah. it now. Yeah. When I'm not comfortable with the work I'm doing at at office, mm. I go to my boss and tell them mm. I am bored. Yeah. I need more. They will know and they will help me. Mm. And I can guarantee you guys, mm. 
for me it's the one thing that has made me rise it's the one thing that has made me grow in this company because we are so many people but i walk to my bosses i walk to the gm and tell him i am not happy i i'm not excited anymore i'm bored and of course i'm not saying every company does the same thing but where i work they value yeah they value us yeah as an employee yeah. are you growing i want to grow i want to be better so if i'm not feeling what i'm doing they will try to help me be better do better for me and i appreciate coca-cola for that i will always appreciate it thank you coca-cola whoever is listening i appreciate that part of coca-cola but then for me the world has created those masks and on top of you trying to hide like okay maybe they'll see me as this and this society is also telling you to hide and then i think society is also the main cause of this depression yeah. i also look at um someone coming to my uh my pageants like but why are you always ha- happy why do you have this energy and i ask them do you think when i am miserable i'm going to come and post my misery so that is enough to tell you that i will post the good things that happen in my life but i'm not posting my misery because i don't need my misery going out and i'm not saying post it there no but people should come to the reality of social media is a place where we express the goodness in our lives that's it that's true those happy couples have bad days those happy children have bad days everyone has a bad day it's not it's not um that they don't want to show their bad days it's the fact that we all have bad days some days 365 days out of the 2 3 4 5 photos you take for a year does not mean your life is good yeah that's true that's true so we should stop looking at social media as a place that makes us you know um the perfect people yeah because we're not perfect that's but true. it's it's that's painting true. that image of people thinking Oh my god, my life is so miserable. How about me? And I'm not saying this because I've not gone through it. I've also had uh, times when I've done it. And you know what? I am grateful to God. Comes back to knowing God yeah. that uh, he he shows me has given me that wisdom, that knowledge. So I will literally get to my Instagram and unfollow. I will unfollow anything that starts to make me feel jealous. Yeah. Oh something funny i'm like uh, i'll unfollow not in bad faith but i need my sanity yeah. i need to still feel good yeah. so if it means follow more godly pages more what i'll do that and i feel like all of us one way or the other we've gone through depression we've all hit that moment where we've gotten depressed just that some of us know how to subconsciously yeah. we know how to deal with it yeah you come you cry cry it out because i will say me i i cry i will go to my room and yeah. i will cry yeah. until i feel a relief and i wake up in the morning and go and smile so yes i may be pulling off a mask but i've released my pain yeah. which doesn't happen for some most men yeah and uh, you see it's so so important that we we clearly understand the the sadness mm. on the one hand and depression on the other hand mm. because you see prolonged sadness will lead you to depression mm. and when i say prolonged it's you being in a constant state of sadness of displeasure of you know low self esteem mm. all that stuff for a long period of time now after mm. a long period of time you become depressed and that is where the problem is right because now uh 
when we when we go back to the story mm. you know I'm before the psychiatrist I have broken down mm. and I honestly tell her that to be honest with you when I was telling the psychiatrist I didn't think that at some point in my life I would need the professional help I would need your professional help to help me figure out what's going on with me mm. and that is what is that's what I'm failing to understand and she tells me that you know these things happen but we wait until a point when our minds can no longer take them right and that's where and people we end up help some, yeah, someone to come people and help us navigate people end up uh, committing suicide so many things happen people mm. fall sick yeah. high blood pressure and things like that yeah so where this back and forth and well she writes my diagnosis on a paper and seeing something like clinic, clinically depressed Wow. And that even hit me harder because I was like, "Oh my God!" So I'm this right. is what has happened. This is why I'm what, now. Th- yeah, right. Because mm. I'm like, first of all, I can't find my identity mm. because I feel like I've lost it. Yeah. Then here I am, getting being told that you're diagnosed. clinically depressed. You know. So, how do you face people and tell them you're clinically depressed? Yeah. So what happens next is that she prescribes particular um, drugs that I'm supposed to take. She gives them to me and I take them home. And I start immediately because I mean I was supposed to start immediately. Mm. So over the first three days, uh I was taking well the the pills that I was supposed to take at night and I would just black out without knowing it. So my dad comes on the fourth dance and he asks me, Paul, you're not okay. So they're like, No, I'm fine. There's nothing wrong, you have nothing to be worried about. It's like, Paul, you're not fine because for the past three days you've been sleeping with your light on and you don't shut down your laptop which is not like you so what's wrong right so i explain of course with a few tears here and there i explained the same thing to my mom mm. and much as they were happy that i had shared they were wondering why i didn't tell them before and i explained to them that you know what when all this stuff was happening i didn't even know what to tell you guys mm. i didn't know how to describe what was happening to me because i had never felt this helpless before never i was hopeless i was helpless i felt like any minute i was going to die there were days when i would sit on a border and i feel like just falling off and casting on me i got to that point right but there was always that thing of you know there is more to life there's more to life but i didn't know what more that was you know so yeah we talked and this is around February 2020. The, the the breakup already happened and now the rumor of covid begins. You know? And it starts accelerating in early March. Yeah. And the medicine they've given me runs out in what? In April. So mm-hmm. April we're already in the total lockdown. Mm. I don't know what to do whether to go to the hospital and get beaten along the way or stay home and figure this stuff out. Mm. And I decide to to figure this stuff out. So I started the process of what we call acceptance, you know, where you first start by identifying in detail mm. what situation you're in. And when I say in detail, I mean journaling it down because that's the only way you can detail something. You write it down, right? So I wrote down each and everything that happened as far as I could remember. I wrote everything down with so much detail that at some point I even said, well, my eyes got a bit watery, right? because i kept you know i kept replaying these things in my mind and 
as I was doing that, a friend of mine also shared a very important book with me. I would advise you guys to read it. It's uh, Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren. Very good book, mm. and I really recommend it for you guys because it 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 showed me that there's a higher purpose than what we are doing here on earth. Yeah. Right. So. When I started that journey of discovering purpose, I found that one of the reasons we get depressed is that we feel that we serve no purpose on earth. We see our friends making it and we wonder why we are not making it the way they are. Mm. And we feel that they are more blessed or more gifted than we are and that we are just either dragging them mm. or we are just here to occupy space. Mm. We feel like we don't really serve a, a, a significant purpose, right? Mm. And that also makes things worse for us sure. you know so there is this intense judgment that also comes with it and it just makes the whole thing uncomfortable mm. so i started the process of acceptance where i identified what was going on with me i identified what triggers my anxiety mm. uh, i realized that when so many things are happening around me people expecting me do this do this do this way this way at some point i feel like i'm choking Mm. Right, and that's those those are part of the effects. Mm. But you see, it's all the process of healing. And after all this, when I started really appreciating what was happening to me, I really now started to understand what it meant to live. Living doesn't mean that we just go out and have fun, eat mm. good food, eat what. Living is all about your body, your mind, and your spirit all being in sync when all of them are in sync. Mm. Whereby, if your body wants to rest, so does your spirit and your mind. Because when you're anxious, when you're depressed, your mind won't sleep. Your body will be tired and want to rest, but your mm. mind will refuse. Mm. You get me? Eh? And all this happens because we are not yet at that point where we truly appreciate the, the phase that we are in. Yeah. You get me? Eh? So... It was quite a journey for me. Uh, you know, I could go on and on, but that, that that's for that's for the other podcasts. <laughs> but it was quite a journey for me. And one thing, I just want to close this by, by telling you guys that what you're going through is normal, mm. right? Don't feel don't feel bad. Don't feel like you're worthless. Don't feel like you've run out of hope. So many guys have been there. So many guys have got have uh, gotten out of it. But it all begins with, you know, talking about it. If there's someone you trust, if there's someone you, you know, you can talk to, if there's someone you can listen to, if there's something you like doing, mm. believe me, you're not going to feel like doing it. And that's the whole point of depression. Depression kills your vibe. Depression kills who you are. Right? I actually told a friend recently yeah. um, who was, he kept saying he's depressed. And I told him, depression is the enemy. Yeah. Depression is the devil himself. Mm. Okay, now I'm speaking from a Christian perspective. Mm. Depression is the enemy. It's that emptiness that the enemy creates in you and fills it up with the doubts, the fears, the questions, the anger, the, all this mm. is because of the enemy. Mm. It's until you bring in the Holy Spirit to fill up yeah, that space yeah. that the enemy has taken over, yeah. that depression will get the hell out of your life. Yeah. You need God yeah. to give you purpose, yeah. to give you direction, yeah. to give you wisdom, yeah. the knowledge. Mm. Because you're wonderfully formed. You're yeah. wonderfully made. Yeah. You know, wonderfully you are his yeah. child. Yeah. You are, your name is written in the palm of his hands. Yeah. You are his and his alone. Mm. He mm. formed mm. you, you know. Yeah. You are the chosen one. Yeah. When he looked at you being made, he said, wow. Mm-hmm. 
wonderful yeah he knew what he had done was beautiful mm. and he loved it yeah and we should see ourselves the way god sees us mm. and when we start to see that in us we start to see better we start to yeah. be better as much as the world the world may not see you the same way god sees you in that light and when you listen to him he'll keep telling you you're my child i love you you matter everything may not happen the way you want it depression is something that starts from a failure a, a failed you know action something but you see those are valleys and in the valley is where the green grows in the valley is where all the nurturing yeah. starts from yeah. and then the ground is where the seeding starts the growth starts from so we need to know that in that pain is where you actually growing so i like that your story is a success story yeah. it's a story that shows we can get out of it yeah, it's a it's can, a success it's a hopeful story yeah. that actually depression is just something that wants to take away your life yeah. but it doesn't have to yeah and, and another, another another thing i want to add is that um you know we tend to give so much power to these things right yeah because the mind only has as much power as you give it mm. and the mind will determine just how intense you mm. feel certain things mm. you know if you choose not to love you will not love mm. now depression is a very different it's a very difficult thing to really and you, you see it's, it's what I was saying in the beginning it's so alien to us that the mind does not know how to deal with it mm. so the mind gets so fixated on what is causing it that you become more and more depressed as you remembering why am i here what am i doing mm. what's happening to me so the mind is really trying to you know to go around this thing and it's just digging the hole deeper right but all you know guys this stuff is real let's not run away from it and i'm speaking to the guys mm. you know so much has been said about about the ladies and we really appreciate the amount of uh, the amount of information that's out there because the ladies are also really having it rough mm, right mm. now for us guys the issue is we've been made to look a certain way and because we've been made to look this certain way we are quiet mm. right people say so many things that now for example you go on social media and they're saying the guy must have money it's money eh? They make assumptions kola, of who you are. Dem, what, wait, there's something they say. <laughs> <laughs> that one. <laughs> that one. That so, one. at the end of the day, you read these things and you're like, I don't even have money. Who am I yeah. to start talking about dating? Who am I to do all these things? But guys, if you're out there hustling, if you're out there doing your very best, just keep doing your best. Mm. You see, we are not here to please earthly masters. We are here to please the living God. The one who put and us here okay. and we put into us that purpose. Times get me and at your own time you're going to blossom yeah. right i am a 30 year old and we expect me to you know to have bought a to have house, bought a house a to be married to have bought a car to have an Darling, estate we are you know, all, here. all this stuff but you see my life is to not be married other... with children and they're telling me i'm growing old i may not even be able you to get have it children. i'm like Yo. so at the end of the day we need to get to a point where we're like you know what i know i'm doing my very best and i know god enough. is happy with me and i know that at at the time he has ordained i will get to where i'm supposed to go Man. so guys in our next podcast uh the host will tell you what is happening <laughs> <laughs> because i don't know you're taking I think, over <laughs> I think, uh, no we're going to look at um 
we're going to really look at depression in terms of how to get through this how to maneuver how do you know that this is happening you know this was just um like understanding that by the way this is the reality of depression it actually exists it's there it's real and now we want to now go deeper in how do we fight this yeah. how do yeah. we get through this because yeah. it's not an easy journey but that's for true. someone that's who true. has walked through it yeah. i think you can throw some light on that in yeah. our next podcast yeah. from me from paul we love you stay safe god loves you stay away from bye, bye. <laughs>